Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Weekday Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your host, Bellstar. And the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona. And, and the world at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email phctucson at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Tumbleweeds Health Center and Studio C, along with our many sponsors for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certifications in town, you'll find hemp products accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education. Visit Tumbleweeds Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at com. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. And I was just going to say that. Happy birthday, Ryan! Woo-hoo. If you're listening somewhere or if you're out running in the cold when you get back, happy birthday. It's the birthday. It's the birthday. So today is October 24th for the bestie, for Ryan, and for everybody else out there. Um, it's a good day. We've got some weird weather here in Tucson. We're going, you know, cold in the morning, and then now we're going to be like 90 today or something crazy. So, I don't know, get your bikinis back out, because it is October, and it's time for the pool. So, welcome to Arizona Winters, everybody. Good times, man. Um, we are hitting the bong with uh, some lemon skunk and some, some keef. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> That'll hit you really quick in the morning. So, what are you all on today? We, let's see here. We can get to our blog. Who are my readers? Oh, can't find it. We'll find a pair. <laughs> see if I can see something in a second here. Um, ooh, let's see what we got going on today. We'd like to uh, give a shout out to Tumbleweeds Health Center Golf Club. <laughs> Golf Club from you there. Um, come on down. Forty-eight twenty-six East Broadway Boulevard, Tucson's premier, one and only <laughs> spoon drop-in, best cannabis. Health and Education Center in the state of Arizona. Woo-hoo. All right, thank you. Got some coffee. Half calf in the morning, because I just don't need full calf. But it is gummy. It does taste good. So, um, and thank you for uh, thank you Skype for allowing us to use your program to host our other program. <laughs> I don't know, but it's working, so we're gonna go with that. So anyway, if you need to get certified, if you want some cannabis education, if you want to find out what those little tiny CBDs, CBD buddies are all about, CBD buddies, TM, don't even think about it. We've already got people in production. They're out there. Turn this stuff down. Come on down. Get your CBD buddies. And um, 
we've got some great products. Maybe I'm sleeping too hard on them. I <laughs> got some swollen in the morning here. Um, the caramels, they're called giraffe nuts. I don't like the name, but they're very, very, very effective. And that company uses an isolate. Am I correct? Okay, so they have taken, I don't know how I teeny tiny little extraction device. It's like a little syringe. It's a really small one. You, just, you look for CBDs, you get your binoculars on there, you get it in the plane, you're like, oh, there's one, there's one, grab him, grab him. Like your last one, CBD. I got one. And they reel it all in, they stick them in a bucket, and they're all like, woo, woo, where are my friends? So they get a bunch of friends together, and they're all hanging out like little jumping beans, and they're being CBDs together, but they're isolated. They don't got their CBNs or their CBCs or a little bit of THC. Mm-hmm. I know, they're kind of sad, and they're just like, oh, I know. And they're like, where's the rest of us? We want our whole planet back. So um, so we've got isolates. We've got distillates. Process of getting your isolates, maybe. Um, we've got whole plant extracts. We've got everything down there. And the confusing part, folks, and try not to get too caught up on the on on the terminology right now because it's changing and it's ever changing. People are saying we've got whole hemp, we've got whole foods, we've got the whole plant, we've got an isolate, we have just the one thing. You know, they're saying they've got this, they've got that, they've got, some people are saying it's industrial hemp, some people are saying it's cannabis with with no THC, some people are saying it's just the freaking plant and there you go. So we're gonna go with it's just the freaking plant and there you go. And in the freaking plant, we've got some molecules, some cannabinoids. Um, CBD is one of them, one such cannabinoid. Um, and we're going to read about that. Um, I can't borrow little, I can't borrow Mary Rock's readers because, um, oh, there's my pair right there. Because I tried her so and she left the Mary, little Mary Rock, marijuana. <laughs> I've got your readers, but they don't work for me, so you're safe in that. Um, so, if you want to come down to Tumbleweed, come on down, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard, THCTucson at gmail.com. Um, I'm going to read you off a little list here of things you can get certified for. And then we're going to read an interesting article since we're talking about CBD. Um, and Dr. Robert Melamed will, will, uh, will vouch for this when people say CBD is psychoactive. Just going to say it. I believe it falls along the same... CB1 receptors that that other psychoactive medicines do. So a lot of people mistake just the just the feeling of health and well-being as feeling high because you are you're high on life, you're high on just feeling naturally good. So people take CBD and they're like, oh, you know, I was really happy. I'm like, well, good because your body was too, <laughs> because your body was out of pain, which which kicked in endorphins and all sorts of good things that you that get blocked when pain receptors get in the way of things and they mess everything up. So um, if you've got some of those messed up pain receptors and you want to get your cannabis card and you've got any one of these conditions, the state will allow you to, to do so. PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, HIV, AIDS, ALS, Crohn's, agitation of Alzheimer's, and that's just the agitation that can be any one of a number of hundreds of symptoms there. Um, does dementia fall in that because dementia is Part of the
suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. And then you can, people like to email, thctucson at gmail.com. And you can go on our website and you can click all those little, those aren't emojis. What are those little pictures of like, you can get to Facebook and Instagram and MySpace. I don't know what those call them. So damn old. (laughs) I don't know any of that stuff. In fact, Seventh grade, 1983, They took us into a room as a class, and they had all these fold-out tables set up with these machines on them, and they were everywhere. And they had these black screens on all of these machines, and we're like, what the hell is this? And we're like, kids, these are computers. Yeah, and we were like, uh, and... Uh, yeah. So me and my bestie sat up on top of the table and came up with, I am president, of course, Golf Club. Yeah. She's vice president. We came up with our own little community, which we ran. Uh, we weren't so interested in C dot dot, D dot dot. I'm not a computer programmer. I was <laughs> So from the get-go, I like to play the games that were on there, and now I like to read the articles. So we're going to go with that. We're going to read an article for you guys. And this is about... CBD being psychoactive, and I and I I see a lot of Dr. Uh, Dr. Bob's, Dr. Robert Melamed's posts online. He gets really excited. <laughs> He's very passionate about things. <laughs> um, but he he was saying a while ago, probably a month or so ago, I read that CBD is psychoactive. So here we go. Cannabis now, which we love. It says CBD is psychoactive, and that's okay. Perhaps the biggest lie put forth by people in the cannabis industry is that CBD is a non-proactive cannabis that's passed This is part of what makes it such effective medicine. Here's a thought experiment. What if you and almost everyone around you are all the victims of a grand misunderstanding of what marijuana's less intoxicating ingredient CBD actually is and does? It's a question of how the word psychoactive is defined. While most people have been using the term non-psychoactive as a synonym for non-intoxicating when they describe CBD, they are misusing the word non-psychoactive. In truth, a psychoactive substance is something that will alter mental processes or behaviors, but that doesn't mean every psychoactive substance is going to get a user high. Well, 
Let's put this to the test. Go to the search engine of your choice. Type in CBD and hit return. Okay, we're going to do this as we're reading this, and we're going to see what the heck happens when we just type in. We're going to go to Google Chrome. Or no, we're going to go to Safari, and we're going to type in CBD so we can read this too and see what happens and see what pops up. Okay, type in, hit return. As it turns out, almost every result is going to declare CBD is non-psychoactive. All of those assertions are wrong. Okay, CBD or cannabidiol is one of the many active compounds in the cannabis plant. Unlike THC, tetrahydrocannabinol, I don't know why they have to make us read that and spell it out because they like to get all big fancy. Fine eye, I know some sesquipedalians as well. Ah, where is it, you guys? What are you smoking in there? It's not lemon stone, man. You guys are on like paramilitious. You're super slow. All right. Unlike THC, it does not impart upon the user the intoxicating effects for which cannabis is known. Instead, CBD is associated with the opposite, with ameliorating THC's distortions of space, time, and sound, and with fighting anxiety, depression, and maybe even addiction. In layman's shorthand, THC is the party animal and CBD is the healer. For these reasons, CBD is popularly known as non-psychoactive. This term is the most common descriptor applied to CBD, done so by numerous marijuana industry sources, as well as mainstream media accounts published in the New York Times, The Guardian, and elsewhere. All of these sources are guilty of propagating misinformation, a confession I too have been responsible for casually peddling this falsehood in the past. Of course, CBD is psychoactive. That's the point. If it weren't, far fewer people would care about it. You would not know its name. It wouldn't be the hottest and newest wellness ingredient in Brooklyn self-care shops and certainly wouldn't be the main the explanation behind why CBD is psychoactive. Merriam-Webster's dictionary defines the term psychoactive as affecting the mind or body. At the World Health Organization, psychoactive substances are, quote, substances that when taken in or administered into one system affect mental processes, cognition, or effects. Under both these definitions, CBD is psychoactive because it is affecting mental processes when it mitigates the high feeling of smoking cannabis or when it helps with anxiety and depression. This means that it cannot be possible to say in the same breath that CBD is non-psychoactive and that it will help with anxiety and depression. For example, other psychoactive substances include ibuprofen, caffeine, glass of wine. If they weren't, if they were no more efficacious than a glass of water, a deep breath of air, then no one would care. There's a point. All right. Um, 
So get all your psychoactive ibuprofen together, kids. Martin Lee is the co-founder and director of Project CBD, an educational platform founded in 2010 that provides research and resource on cannabis therapeutics. In the beginning, Lee recently told Cannabis Now that Project CBD also used to refer to CBD as non-psychoactive. At the time, the idea was to remind the public, especially those subject to decades of anti-marijuana propaganda, that the plant could be non-intoxicating. Now Project CBD uses the term non-intoxicating to describe CBD instead of non-psychoactive. I've done that myself before because when you're dealing with any generation, the term psychoactive is it's not a good term to throw at someone, especially if you've got anxiety. So I've oftentimes said it's not intoxicating. You're not going to, you know. Um, but at least, and maybe that's not even true, who knows. At least in the beginning, it was a way for us to emphasize that there was something else going on with the canvas plant that we should look at differently, we said. But I'm comfortable with that now. As things went along, the obvious facts started staring us in the face. If it changes one's mood, even if you're not getting high, it's psychoactive. It's changing your psychoactivity. Pharmacologically, THC and CBD act in similar ways. Both molecules interact with the CB1 endocannabinoid receptors, although at different sites and with different effects. A misunderstanding of how the molecules work based on an old science may be at the root of the grand CBD myth. Lee's Project CBD has attempted to correct the word. Uh, the record, but like many other rational and reasonable science-based efforts in our post-factual world, it is swimming upstream, and it is working against bad faith actors intent on uh, marketing CBD in any way possible to as many cannabis newcomers as possible. That is true. At best, non-psychoactive is an honest mistake stemming from a well-mentioned misunderstanding. At worst, non-psychoactive is an Adam's Oh, an ad man's trick and an intentional misdirection meant to uh, deceive. The problem is that some CBD products derive from industrial hemp that's much lower in CBD content than the, um, than the grown-for-the-purpose cannabis might actually be non-psychoactive because there's not enough CBD present. But that means the product is faulty, not the ingredient itself. Uh, and then it says, tell us, did you know that CBD is actually psychoactive? So they're saying because it can alter your mood, Unlike many OTC over-the-counter medic, you know, medications out there, um, Jesus, yeah. When you have a migraine and you get your Excedrin migraine brand and you take it and an hour later you're like, holy cow, I feel like a rock star. I'm happy again. Look at the smile that came on Silver Sister's faces now because she experiences. Anyone with migraines knows that when your migraine is flipping on, you are Happy. Your Excedrin is psychoactive, folks. <laughs> now, I tell me, psychoactive Excedrin. Come get it. Just kidding. Always, always kidding. That's so funny. Though. Okay. So they say any. They're saying um, anything that in in can change your mood or enhance your mood is psychoactive, correct? So caffeine, Red Bull, um, all these drinks are psychoactive. So they're saying because uh, CBD actually works on the same receptors that THC does, the CB1 receptors, um, it's, it's, that's also their reasoning behind why it's, it's psychoactive. Okay, so don't let that scare you folks. There's, there's nothing wrong. 
like Melissa Etheridge said, the high elevated her. And that was a nice little way of saying what high was. Is this elevated or scared? And you know, when you, I don't personally know this, but people that have cancer probably get quite depressed, you know, on the onset of hearing this crazy bad news. And I always say, what's wrong with a little happy? You know, um, there's enough crap going on in the world, and then you get a diagnosis like anything, you know. Uh, it could be migraines. It could be fibromyalgia. It could be Crohn's, um, which are doing a lot of research now on cannabis and Crohn's and the fact that uh, it's very good for you. And I hope you all got a chance to listen to the uh, Rick Simpson special we aired last week because it's it's really – it was really, really, really a good, a good little snippet. It's, it's 25 minutes long. You can sit, you know, put it on in the background, just listen. You don't even have to watch it. The only reason you would watch it was because uh, he does show you um, the different methods and how to make Rick Simpson oil. So you should do it. You should make your own Rick Simpson oil. We all agree we're going to take the 90-day challenge a week later. We're still scared. Um, no, we're going to do it. Uh, we just need to to make it. Don't forget to use your fan. It's a golf clap for fans. Um, all right, then. So I posted it up here on our blog again because it's really, really good. He makes claims of it curing all sorts of disease, talks about the benefits for multiple sclerosis um, and cancers, curing cancers and all sorts of all sorts of disease. So you can check that out. Uh, and you can get to our website, our uh, radio show, by going to tumbleweedcellcenter.com and just get on over to the um, radio section. And um, you can click on the show now, and then you can also click uh, on our past shows. So if you just get, let's see, we could do it together. We'll get on over there, and if you get to the radio part, you can click that first picture. It will take you right to the show. And if you just scroll down a little bit, you'll see a couple of our sponsors that we'll talk about in a second. But then you can actually listen right now. There's a little play button right on the show, which I won't hit now because then we'll have all this crazy feedback. But you can play it. It's fantastic. And that will also be in our new website that's coming up shortly. So we get a little tweaks and twiddles done and we'll fix it in the mix. But we want to give a shout-out to thegrowershouse.com. Um and if you haven't been down to their new facility, it's fantastic. It's nice. It's big. You'd like the smell. There's a brand new. Yeah, brand, it's the brand new smell. And um, let's see. You can go to growershouse.com. They are located at 3635 East 34th. No wonder I couldn't remember that. 3635 East 34th. What's that easy? 3635 34th. And you're at Grower's House or growershouse.com. Just get over there. But they got all sorts of crazy sales, 15% off uh, grow lights right now, 10% off humidity packs, 10% off trellis netting. They've got uh, brand new nutrients and lighting and trimmers and commercial fixtures. They've got fans and frogs. Okay, maybe no frogs. But go on down there because you might want some frogs in your garden. Get to growershouse.com. They're awesome. You can also go to Canna Health online digital magazine if you just want to sit in your bedroom or your bathroom or the bathtub. You can get on over there and check out their uh, online digital magazine. Canna Health is a digital magazine focused on knowledge, safe access, and advocacy with a monthly subscription readership. 
It's loaded with scientific and clinical articles from various healthcare professionals. Profiles of cannabis clinics offering safe access to medicines, national and local organizations open to the public, and real-life patient success stories. It's free to subscribe, so don't miss another issue of Canna Health. Yes, don't miss it, um, because we like the word free. We like that you can sit on your living room floor if you want, like I'm doing right now, my little my little yoga cushion. And if I had for a million years, say hello to the chihuahuas, chihuahuas in the back. All right, so I found this interesting. Um, <clears throat> what I love about the can, one thing I love about the cannabis plant is the fact that you can use the entire flipping plant from, yep, soft clap, and that's right, from the roots to the tooth at the top for your colas. You can use the leaves, the stalks, the stems, anything you want, the seeds. So here's a, uh, an article on Leafly. No, it's not Leafly. I love when people come and they go, yeah, I saw it on Leafly. Like, where are you from? Louisiana. All right, growing cannabis is all about producing large aromatic colas. But at the end of the harvest, we're left with much more than just that. We've got stalks, leaves, soil, roots, uh, everything. Large, largely these materials end up in the dump. Yeah. Or in your city's composting program. But what if you could utilize these materials to cut down costs and improve your next harvest? Or even make medicine for yourself. So plants grow in a continual cycle of nutrient exchange. And cannabis plants in your garden are no different. Every nutrient pulled from the earth besides water and CO2 are simply moved from the soil to the plant. One way to reduce your cost of growing and waste is to look into ways you can use the nutrient-dense portions of the plants that normally get tossed out. So, how can you uh, utilize old stalks, leaves, roots, and soil? This is a how-to recycle your cannabis plant because us little geeky... Um, Earth lovers over here love that recycling word. All right, so there it is. I posted that for you on our blog. Um, So the buds, well, these end up in your pipe or your medicine somehow. The stalks, um, (laughs) these can go in the wood chipper uh, to make some mulch. Get your friend there, there in the chipper. Uh, I love that movie. Family, these can be juiced or brewed into tea. This is a great little poster. We should have this in our health center. Sugar leaves. These can be cooked into can of butter or made into hash. I love hash. Um, and start from, we're going from top to bottom here. Uh, roots. These can be brewed into tea or prepared as topical salves, lotions, balms. Fantastic. And soil can be restored um, and used again with for nutrient amendments. So you can absolutely, you know, reuse your soil. I know someone that grows and her neighbor uh, gets her soil when it's done and gets all excited because it's good soil. So there you have it. Um, you can, so with the stalks, you can mulch it for your garden. Cannabis plants produce extremely fibrous material, materials in their stalks. Commercial hemp farming is largely based around either the fibrous qualities of the plant and the oil extracted from the hemp seeds. An all-female cannabis garden won't produce any seeds, but you will be left with large quantities of stalks and good thick stalks. And you could even use these as, like, baseball bats if you want to, like, have a little cannon baseball team and everyone's out there using their best stalk as a bat. Woo! That's, I love it. Let's make some cannon bats. Tim, don't even think about it. You can use a wood chipper, other than on your friend, to break down the stalks to create mulch for your garden. 
from here, you can either add this to uh, mulch to your compost or return it to your own garden. Mulch should only be applied in gardens with living soils to ensure that it will break down over time to become both food and a new habitat for beneficial insects. Also note that you never want to use any plants that had disease or infestations. They will likely spread their illness around the garden through the mulch. How to use mulch um, to improve your cannabis garden. Okay, so there's a whole other article. You can use the leaves for juice, tea, and hash. There it is. Oh, hash. Cannabis leaves, much like the stalks, are great for composting, but they can also be used for other projects. There are two main types of cannabis leaves. There are fan leaves and sugar leaves. Fan leaves are the iconic large leaves that serves as a primary source for tattoos. Just kidding. For capturing energy from the sun. <laughs> sugar leaves are the small resin-coated leaves that form around the buds. And boy, wow, they do. They get all that sugary sugar stuff. <laughs> Super sticky. Because fan leaves do not contain high levels of cannabinoids, they don't serve a purpose when it comes to making hash. However, it's becoming popular to juice those fan leaves as one does with other common leafy greens. You can also dry fan leaves and brew them into tea or use them in recipes for salves. Sugar leaves, on the other hand, the little tiny ones next to the buds, produce a thick coat of cannabinoid-packed trichomes. To harvest them on a small scale, we recommend um, creating bubble hash or can of butter. I thought that was a siren. <laughs> um, though these solventless products can be made safely and at home with simple uh, setups. How to make keep, which is what you get before you turn it into hash, is the easiest uh, method, I think. And you can just sprinkle that right on your bowl and go to Wonderland. But this article is great. It's got how to make cannabis-infused butter and all that. Could you imagine that in butter? Ooh. <laughs> no. <laughs> Scared. Shake your head. Roots. Um, teas or topicals. Roots. Roots are awesome. And they've been using these suckers for tens of thousands of years. Um, Queen Elizabeth used to make them into a pack and put them on her belly for menstrual cycles and Cannabis roots aren't as commonly uh, repurposed as leaves and stalks, but there is evidence of cannabis roots being used as medicine dating um, thousands of years back, way back, 2700 B.C. back. Root cannabis roots were historically used to treat pain, gonorrhea, hemorrhaging during pregnancies, and more. The best way to prepare roots for medicinal use is by boiling them for tea or to dry the roots and grind them into a powder. Using either preparation, you can create salves by mixing the powder or liquid with oils or other solutions. And again, there's a recipe for how to make your cannabis-infused tea. So, oh, and they're going to take, it takes you away from the article if you do that. Um, so we will just copy that and paste into another link and read that another time. But uh, soil, amended for future use. Used soil is the largest burden you're left with after harvest. It doesn't need... Uh, to go anywhere. One of the best ways to save money on your next grow is to amend the soil you previously used so that it can be, oh, so that it can host healthy, strong plants. Again, to be certain of what your soil is missing, you can purchase test kits which provide you detailed information about which nutrients are available or unavailable in your soil. That's really cool. At this point, you can purchase pre-mixed amendments or customize your mix with desired nutrients. Regardless of which method you choose, 
Amending your soil will keep your plants happy while saving you money in the long run. Absolutely. And that's fantastic uh, because soil can be expensive. And for those of you that do like to grow and go get your little bags of happy frog and ocean forest, um, then you could be spending a whole lot of money. But you know what else is really awesome? Yep, here it comes. Puff, 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 puff. I'll be blazing and smoking it, about to go and get some munchies next Passing up on those cracker jacks, Reese's pizzas are where it's at Gotta get me some soda pop, cotton mouth has been creeping up I can't remember where I put my keys, yeah, that's what's up I'ma take your grandpa's ride, I'ma take your grandpa's ride No, for real, ask your grandpa, can I take a 65? Deville cruising to my local Publix Nothing better than rolling with two super fly chicks They have frozen burritos, I bought frozen burritos I bought some Ben and Jerry's, and then I bought some Cheetos Hello, hello, my main man Obama A couple states have just reformed their laws on marijuana What you gonna do, send the feds there? Hell no, the DEAs would be like, ah, oh, they got volcano I'm gonna smoke some weed Only got $20 in my pocket I'm a hunt, looking for a pot shop This is fucking know about the science of marijuana what you know about people suffering from glaucoma they need it they need it it helps them with their condition if you don't believe me then just ask some eye physicians thank your granddad for voting for that guy richard nixon is the president who made the plant illegal but science is now showing that it's medicine for people and the private sector fighting to keep all of that illegal alcohol and tobacco pharmaceutical prisons i'll take those four major lobby groups and fight those motherfuckers they're making money day and night all those motherfuckers and bribing congress out of sight all those motherfuckers They'd be like, oh, it's immoral and unhealthy I'm like, how many people are you making wealth? Anti-marijuana lobbies are making all kinds of profits And they don't want you to stop it because of all the special interest I call that getting swindled and pimped shit I call that getting tricked by the government That law's hella old So it's time to update it, regulate it, and then get it under state control Peak game, look into my political telescope Think it's gonna stay like this forever? Not hella won't Not hella won't Being a hypocrite, you used to smoke weed, fool. I'm gonna smoke some weed, only got twenty dollars in my pocket. I'm a run, looking for a pot shop, this is fucking awesome. Let's end the war on drugs, it's time to pull the plug. These special interest groups are nothing more than corporate thugs. Let's end the war on weed, the people have agreed. Be special. 
getting freaky out there? Did you hear these little bells of joy? <laughs> Makes you want to smoke a bong hit, which we didn't even do on our break. What the heck's wrong with us? Oh, my Lord. So, now we're going to have to smoke one now. All right. All right. So, if you're in some high schools in Kentucky, um, <laughs> you may have ran into this kid prior to a 16-year-old getting arrested for trafficking nearly 60 pounds of cannabis products. What the, what in the world? Where's Waldo? Police say they stopped, uh, they stopped 60 pounds of hash oil, flour, edibles, and vape pens from getting into local high schools. Uh, and I always love the pictures they show. Because you know this wasn't from the actual arrest, but they show, like, this looks like bales of hay. <laughs> Look at that. Wrapped in saran wrap. I mean, that's really bad. <laughs> Why would you want to buy that anyway? Well, I guess if it's what you had, it's what you had. Yeah, <laughs> it's high school. Uh, this morning, police reports began surfacing of a coordinated drug bust at a home along Kentucky 229 in southeast Laurel County. People are shaking in their boots now. Both the Kentucky State Police and the FBI cooperated in the Saturday enforcement action. Oh, that's a bummer of a weekend. Information is still forthcoming about who police arrested and their charges, but authorities in Laurel, in Laurel County have arrested one 16-year-old in connection with the raid. Now, that teenager is behind bars in a juvenile detention facility in Brett Hitt County facing multiple drug and firearm offenses. Hmm. Police seized um, gummies, guns, and other cannabis products in the pre-raid dawn, in the pre-dawn raid as a part of ongoing investigation into narcotics trafficking along a major state highway uh, in Kentucky. Local, state, and federal law enforcement groups raided a home in Laurel County on Saturday. The investigation turned up a cache of weapons, more than 60 pounds of cannabis products. Uh, according to the FBI, agents seized 11 pounds of hash oil. Ooh, 11 pounds of hash oil. That is a lot. That's a wow. 16 pounds of flour. <laughs> that appears to have originated in California. Oh, no. Snap. 30 pounds of weed gummies and approximately 350 vape pens with pre-filled cartridges. Wow. So Cali's, yep, they're at the end. They're, they're harvesting, so they're getting rid of their bunk and sending it to Kentucky for 16-year-olds to get busted. Oh, come on. A 16-year-old boy was caught in the raid. According to police, the teen allegedly trafficked more than five pounds of assorted cannabis products. Additionally, the boy faces charges for possessing drug paraphernalia and for three counts of possessions of a handgun by a minor. Oh, that's what's going to get it is the, the gun with the weed. If he had had one or the other, and, but, and, and as a minor, oh, buddy, you're in such bad shape. Kentucky police say the teen was planning to sell and dis, uh, distribute the cannabis to local high schools and middle schools, but he missed complaints. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Kentucky is one of the few remaining states without any legalized form of cannabis. The state also does not have any decriminalization measures in place, meaning the consequences for cannabis offenses can add up quickly. Possessing, selling, or trafficking five pounds, let alone 60 pounds, uh, is enough for a felony offense with a five- to ten-year prison sentence. In fact, the only cannabis misdemeanor charge is for a first-time offender possessing, seller, 
selling or trafficking less than eight ounces. Subsequent offenses or anything over five pounds is an immediate felony charge uh, for selling and trafficking. And the gun laws, on the other hand, are extremely loose in Kentucky. Thank God for that kid. The state does not require a permit for possessing a firearm. And folks in Kentucky can carry uh, shotguns and rifles without a license. Carrying a concealed handgun is the only class of gun ownership that requires a license. However, um, Kentucky law stipulates that penalties for crime should be enhanced if a firearm is present, whether the person has a permit or not. So whether or not it was concealed doesn't matter. They're going to bust them big time for that one. It's unlikely Kentuckians who measure the risk of possessing even small amounts of cannabis know they could face a felony charge if they have a gun. Even if they have a concealed carry permit and lawfully possess a firearm, they could still face a felony just for possessing a gram or less of cannabis. Good God, that kid's going away for a while. Wow. They're going to teach everybody in that state a mighty lesson. That's really sad. That's really, really sad. Okay, first of all, kids shouldn't have been trafficking 60 pounds of uh, cannabis to high school. Probably not a good idea. No, not a good idea. Second, probably shouldn't be doing with guns around. Where are the kids' folks? They never talk about this kid's parents at all. What is he just living in a shack in the hills, you know, making shoes? Moonshine with his grandpappy. Hey, Grandpa. What are you saying? Get into weed. That's that stuff growing over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. You know, you can just hear it now. That's quite an interesting conversation with Grandpappy over the whiskey distillery. <laughs> All right. Well, here's some interesting news for you Arizonans out there, which is where we are. Um, and where is it? Where's the bell? They're gone. Oh, see? has nothing to do with Christmas. I just wanted to make you all panic like I just did. Arizona AG ends crusade to ban marijuana extracts for now. October 22nd, Arizona Attorney General Mark Brnovich withdrew his argument, asking the Arizona Supreme Court to deem hash illegal. His reasoning, as he stated, was fear that it would have unintended consequences for children and other patients of ne- in need of the concentrated forms of marijuana. He asked the justices of the Supreme Court to ignore his previous filing. This, yeah, good one. Oh, just forget I said that. This move comes as a surprise to many as the original filing asked the court to refuse the arguments of Rodney Jones, uh, Tucson.com reports, Jones was convicted of a felony for possessing 0.05 ounces of hashish. Bronovich may, however, be more concerned with the language used by his office when filing the argument. Uh, Bronovich's spokesperson, Ryan Anderson, said, quote, the last thing the attorney general wants is to deny medicine to legitimate patients that may be ingesting their marijuana in an extract or a tincture type of form. Many children, elderly, and severely ill patients in Arizona are unable to smoke marijuana flour, so they must have access to their medicine in an alternate form, such as tinctures or edibles. While the Attorney General's office does does have a responsibility to back up the convictions obtained by county attorneys, the office is unsure which direction it will go in moving forward on the issue. 
All filings through the AG's office have the name of the AG on them, whether the AG gave instruction or approval for the filings. Anderson noted that the law may, in fact, include extracts and other forms of medical marijuana, regardless of other court rulings. Anderson said, quote, the attorney general has the responsibility to uphold the will of Arizona voters. It was reported by Capital Media Services that Bronovich's office has requested that a narrower version of the Arizona Medical Marijuana Act is adopted. Mixtures and preparations of marijuana are included in the 2000 voter-approved language. No, wrong track. (laughs) Yeah, um, it was, and that's exactly what it says. Uh, Any mixture of preparation thereof. Uh, They spelled this wrong. Yavapai County Attorney Sheila Polk argued that hashish is not part of the law and was able to get a Yavapai County judge to agree with her. Yeah. Uh, right. Anderson hinted that Bronovich may take a more neutral position regarding the forms of medical marijuana that dispensaries can sell and what patients can possess. It may come down to a final decision by the Arizona Supreme Court to determine what products can be made and sold to patients. Clarification of the law also uh, could be worked out through the legislature. For now, Bronovich has retracted his argument, but it remains unknown what will happen regarding the status of marijuana extracts and products falling into the hashish category. Bronovich is running for re-election November 6th against uh, Contreras, which may have something to do uh, which may have something to do him with him stopping his unnecessary crusade against Arizona's medical marijuana industry. So a couple of things. The first thing that I always that always gets me is that everybody thinks you have to smoke it, and you don't. That's the furthest from what anybody ever has to do anymore. That's the last thing a lot of people do. Uh, so, you know, just the fact that he, you know, wants it for, for you know, children and elderly and really sick people that can't smoke. Well, that's kind of uneducated because just get that smoking out of there anyway. You don't have to do that anymore. And that's people's biggest fear. They'll come in to the health center, some of these health center, in fact, and they'll come in and they'll say, I'll get CBD because I don't want cannabis. I don't want to smoke. Well, you can smoke CBD. I mean, you can vape it <laughs> for sure if you want. Well, you do smoke CBD in, in the flour that you get from, you know, dispensaries or your caregivers or wherever. Um, but, you know, that's just a big myth anymore. It doesn't need to be smoked uh, and that's the other thing. Get out there and check out who's voting for what. Cause you only have, what, a couple weeks left before the big vote day happens. Yeah. So get on out there. Figure out who's voting for what. And, um, you know, disregard if someone's Republican or Democratic or Green or Independent or probably non-denominational. And read their frickin' initiatives and read what they're about and, Find out who these people are. I just learned some things about Christian cinema this weekend that I had no idea about. So get on her page. Get on Mark McSally's page. Get on Garcia's page. Get on uh, RAG's page. Get everybody's page and just read about what these people are up to and find out what's going on. Get on their Instagram because that's where the, yeah, that's where the real crap is. <laughs> but if you want to get certain...
moisturizers. We've got the Lebo machine that will um, infuse your cannabis. We've got some great new pipes. Uh, we've got some ceramic pipes, some silicone pipes, some glass pipes, wood pipes, plastic pipes, whatever you want. We got it. I don't think they make much out of plastic anymore, do they? Yeah, it's all that silicone stuff, huh? Medical grade stuff you can throw in the oven, throw around, which you can't play with, it won't break, that kind of stuff. So if you have um, PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, HIV, AIDS, ALS, Crohn's, agitation of Alzheimer's, a chronic or debilitating disease or a medical condition, or the treatment or a chronic or debilitating disease or medical condition that causes wasting syndrome, severe and chronic pain, uh, severe nausea, seizures, including those characteristic of epilepsy, severe or persistent muscle spasms, including those characteristic of multiple sclerosis. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4. Celebrating seven years in this wonderful cannabis business uh, industry. So come on down, 11, I believe it's 11. Well, our anniversary is 11-11-11. That's when we turn seven. And then our parte is actually going to be on Saturday the 10th, I believe. Um, because the 11th just happens to be on a Sunday. So there you go. We're going to have all sorts of fun things with giant cake and giveaways and prizes and raffles and balloons. You know, healing balloons are very important to have in case you want to do a little healing. Um, But come down. We'll have certification specials that day and all sorts of fun things. Maybe we'll put two black gumballs in the gumball machine. There'll be two opportunities. Maybe we'll throw four in. Get out of here. Go crazy. No, we'll throw 11 in. No, we won't. But that would be a fun thought. All right, good job, guys. Way to try and get me to do that one. Get me all excited. I get fired up. We're going to throw 420 black gumballs in there and see who wins. No. All right, did you all know that a Gallup poll finds a record high of 66% support marijuana legalization in the United States? October 22nd, a good day. Um, Washington, a new Gallup poll released Monday shows support for making marijuana legal in the U.S. has reached a record high of 66%, up from 64% last year, and only 32% are opposed. The poll found majority support spans the political spectrum with majorities of Democrats, Republicans, and Independents in favor. Support among Republicans grew 53%, up from 51% last year, with opposition dropping to just 45%. Approximately two out of three voters support legalization in each of the four major geographic regions in the country. The poll results come as voters in two states, Michigan and North Dakota, are considering ballot initiatives to legalize and regulate marijuana for adult use. Nine U.S. states, 
the District of Columbia, and one U.S. territory, the Northern um, Mariana Islands, have enacted laws making marijuana legal for adults 21 and older. Eight of those states and the Northern uh, Marianas have also established, established systems for regulating commercial cultivation and sale. Excellent. Statement from Steve Hawkins, Executive Director of the Marijuana Policy Project, MPP, quote, There is a growing sense among the U.S. population that it is time to end our nation's failed experiment with marijuana prohibition. People are sick and tired of adults being treated like criminals simply for consuming a a substance that is, by every object uh, measure, less harmful than alcohol. Americans are more informed about cannabis than ever before, and they can now see that regulation is a viable and effective alternative to prohibition. There are not many issues out there that enjoy... Uh, majority support among both of the major political parties and in every region of the country. This support is consistently translating into wins at the ballot box, and it should further motivate elected officials to take action at the state and federal levels. Hopefully lawmakers are paying attention to this clear trend in public opinion. If they ignore these poll numbers, they do so at the risk of seeing a drop in their own. And that's right. And that's what we're talking about. Um, <clears throat> you've got to find out who's in support and who isn't uh, in support of cannabis because it really makes a huge, huge difference. And um, it's going to really uh, shift the tide for a lot of politicians out there. Uh, they're, um, let's see, uh, you know, it's huge these days. And everybody's into it from your grandmother to your granddaughter and everybody in between your grandbabies. So, it's important. It's vital. And how long was alcohol prohibition? Thirty years, something like that. Thirty, thirty, forty years. Yeah. So this has gone on what? Seventy, eighty? Long enough. I like it. Long enough. Damn it. Freaking right. All right. Um, oh, here it is. Here's your marijuana report. Oh, here, marijuana support report on marijuana uh, Arizona candidates in November 6th election. All right, here it is. Um, Arizona's midterm elections are just weeks away, November 6th, and marijuana is still a hot topic throughout the state. The candidate ratings listed below are by normal, a Z, and shares their perspectives on where Arizona's candidates stand on marijuana. The most recent poll of Arizona voters suggests that 63% support recreational legalization. Tucson Weekly reports, Arizona is on par with the rest of the nation in its support for legalization. Every demographic except Republicans was above 50% in support. That's surprising that in Arizona the Republicans would be below 50% because just financial gain that we could have. All right, so Arizona Senate candidates, um, oh, they're grading them. (laughs) Okay, oh, boy. Um, Martha McSally gets a C minus. Okay. And they, they're not saying anything other than they're just giving grades. So, uh, Kristen Cinema gets a B. Okay. And so that's for your, your Senate candidates, Arizona, U S house candidates, uh, Raul Grijalva gets an A plus. Okay. And Kirkpatrick gets a C. Tom, uh, O'Leary gets a C minus. Wendy Rogers gets a D. Oh. 
Um, and then for your governor, Doug Ducey gets a C minus. We knew that. Um, and uh, Garcia gets a B plus. Something to look at. Uh, as, uh, for Attorney General, Mark Bronovich gets a C, and Contreras gets a B plus. Things to look into. And for Secretary of State, Katie Hobbs gets a C minus, <laughs> and Steve Gaynor gets an F. And, um, yeah, there you go, guys. So there's your quick report on Arizona uh, uh, candidates and how they're going for the November 6th poll. Uh, so do your own research is what we always say. Get out there and educate yourself, just like we try to do. Um, and, it or not, drum roll, where is it? Yeah. Oh, oh, my gosh. There we go. We'd say Wednesday. <laughs> That's the end of the show, folks. I can't believe it went so fast. And we really are weeks away from voting, so please do some research and please vote educated. Get out there and, and get educated. Uh, we'll be back next week. Hopefully Cannabis Kid will be, too. He's roaming the streets of Tucson now somewhere. And um, we want to wish uh, Silver Sister happy birthday she had. We had a super amount of fun at Dave & Buster's. Woo-woo, lava lamps. At Dave and Buster's. Uh, come on down to Tumbleweed Seltzer, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Come get certified. Come get some education. Come get the fun new toy. Just come on down and come see us. And come down 11, 10, 11 for our anniversary. We're turning seven. So be smart, be safe, and educate. And we'll see y'all next week. Have a great one. Song hit. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.